This is a broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Coffin. Before I introduce my guest and today's topic for the show, I want to let my listening audience know that the Working Woman Radio Show is looking for sponsors for the podcast program. Advertising your business on the Working Woman Radio Show is a really wonderful way to build your brand and to support meaningful programming. We've got several different sponsorship packages available that can meet pretty much any budget. So if you're interested in getting more information about becoming a sponsor, go to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com, click on the link for sponsorship, download the information and give me a call. I'll be happy to help you. Now that that bit of business has been taken care of, I want to introduce my guest for today's show. I'm happy to have my beautiful, talented daughter, Adriana Cawthon, in the studio with me again. Adriana is the resident chef around here and loves to cook and bake, always has. Um, And she is the host of a YouTube channel called Cooking at the Cawthons, where she shows people how to make and bake a variety of delicious type things, breakfasts, lunches, dinners, and desserts. So um, so she's really, really good at that, and I wanted to pick her brain about some things. Uh, in addition to her cooking talents, Adriana is an accomplished pianist who attends Clayton State University as a music major. She has performed numerous times, won many awards. She owns and operates the Cawthon Piano Studio right here in Decatur. Uh, She's been teaching private and group lessons for the past three years, actually getting ready to go on year number four. Welcome to the studio, Adriana. It is a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for having me here. It's great to be back in the studio. Great, great, great. Well, I have a lot that I want to talk about on this subject of cooking and meals. Um, As you know, there's a lot of working moms out there who not only have the job of earning or at least helping to earn a living for their families, but they still bear most of the responsibility for cooking the family's meals. Now, you're not a mom, but you do spend a lot of time in the kitchen helping me, helping your mom um, prepare meals for the family and baking various different desserts. Uh, for for our guests, at least the guests that used to come over before this pandemic. Um, so I wanted to talk about ways that we can help women um, make meals better, make things more efficient. Everybody's really busy, but we still got to eat, like the commercial says. So let's jump into that. First, um, let's just go ahead and start where we are. There are a lot of people a lot more people eating at home now because of this pandemic. We, we've we seen that um, as we've gone to the stores and there have been lots of things missing on the shelves. So that means people, primarily moms, um, are their home. People are home more, people are cooking more. What kinds of basic things would you say uh, that folks should be keeping on their shelves. So let's just start at, with the basics. Well, of course, there's the staple items like flour, rice, mm-hmm. pasta, and even breads and stuff to mm-hmm. make sandwiches and breadcrumbs for certain recipes. Mm-hmm. Those are very basic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, of course, you can have just some of the more basic meats like chicken and ground beef. Mm-hmm. Very versatile. Because you, they're very versatile, and you can make a wide variety of recipes with them. Absolutely, absolutely. So just some 
some of those, those are just basic things. Of course, people, if, you know, there are some people who are sensitive to gluten and this kind of thing, and you can make those adjustments accordingly because these days, you know, they've got all kinds of substitute type things. Yeah. So, um, now, um, why, what I want to know is children are home too. We've got a lot more children at home doing school online. Uh, and to me, this seems like a really good way or a good opportunity for children to learn how to cook, for children to be in the kitchen. What kinds of easy meals can you suggest for the young chef? Well, there's lots of different things kids can cook. Mm -hmm. One thing that's really good for a kid that's just learning how to make is tacos. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you could have meat already cooked and they could just put it together. Yes. I mean, or they could, with adult supervision, brown Mm -hmm. some ground beef on the stove. Sure. It's not very hard and Mm -hmm. you're not using a lot of oil or taking things out of, in and out the oven. So it's not very dangerous. That's good. That's the tacos. Are there any other easy type meals that kids can make? Um, maybe pizza oh yes pizza is a good thing well there's two different ways you can make pizza Mm -hmm. you can make your own dough it's Mm -hmm. really not that hard Mm -hmm. i mean it's a bit messy but it's very it's a very simple straightforward recipe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you could also buy pre-made pizza crusts at the store and you could just put your toppings on and it's a lot healthier and a lot more customizable than buying a frozen pizza wow 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 and customizable is the uh, is the key because sometimes, and we're going to talk about this later, uh, <clears throat> about kids being picky eaters. Uh, and you had talked about this with me off, um, uh, you know, off camera uh, or off podcast. Uh, that the picky eater, it's a, it's a real benefit to have a picky eater in the uh, kitchen with you because they get to customize, as you said, their own meals. Um, and and especially if mom or dad bring in healthy choices, it's a great idea for them, for the picky eater to say, hey, I want to do this or I want to add this. What do you think? Yeah, it's really good for kids to be in the kitchen because mm-hmm. cooking is a very good life skill. It's yes. something that they're going to need to know how to do for the rest of their life. True, true. And also, if they are a picky eater, mm-hmm. it helps them to get more involved in the food, which right. makes them more willing to try new foods. Right, right. It also helps you discover certain things about your child's food preferences because mm-hmm. maybe you might realize that they like a certain ingredient or a certain vegetable or something mm-hmm. if it's cooked a certain way mm. or they might not mind a dish that you make right. if you substitute or leave out a certain ingredient. Right. Now speaking to that can you speak to that personally where there's th- were there certain things that you didn't like one way but because they were cooked or raw you you liked them better? Yes like I when I was a kid, I really did not like cooked spinach. Yes. Um. Well, it depended. Like right. I liked raw spinach mm-hmm. if it was in a salad. Right, right. But I also liked cooked spinach if mm-hmm. it was in a chicken spinach lasagna sure. with the Alfredo sauce. Sure, sure, sure. So and, that was definitely. Yeah. yeah. Another dish that's a good example of this mm-hmm. was um the taco salad that my mom has always made. Right. Um. She used to put. Kid- well, I. Well, <laughs> you. My, yeah, my mom used to put um, yeah. kidney beans in it, oh, okay. but I didn't really like it mm-hmm. very much. But mm-hmm. when she started leaving the beans out, mm-hmm. I liked it more and was able to eat it. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, so you didn't mind me um, cooking it. You didn't mind taco salad. So you actually ended up liking taco salad yeah. when I 
left out the kidney beans. Yeah. Right. So, so, but you get to learn that and uh, as you experiment with your children. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. That's a really, really good point. Um, which you just answered my next question, which is why is it um, important to, uh, for children to learn how to cook, but you really fleshed that out well. And it also, I think them being in the kitchen, um, makes them more invested in the process. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. I mean, because they're they're helping to make the meals. Yeah. Um, they're not just being made to sit down and eat. So I love that. I love that. Now, many moms are still working full-time jobs, as we talked about um, when we first opened the, the show, um, even if they're working from home. There are a lot of people working from home, but still uh, moms are working full-time, even if they're working from home. What are some quick, easy, healthy meals that they can make? For the family, you, took, you gave us some things um, that the kids could get in the kitchen and do. But what are some things that we've made around here? We're a very busy family. We've got a lot going on. What are some things that we've made that we can share with others that they can make? Well, one thing that's really helpful if you're busy and you're short on time mm-hmm. is just crock pot meals. Like, especially like soups and stews, you can just throw the ingredients mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. turn on the crock pot, and yeah. it'll be ready when yeah. you get home or when you're done with work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's even things like crock pot lasagna, yeah. um, which I um, discovered not too long ago. Wonderful. So, a crock pot meal is great. Or, what about prepping? Um, before I Oh, yes. Cooking ahead is also good. I mean, you could do, take it as far as you want to. You could just prep certain ingredients, cut up things, mm-hmm. measure out spices mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. so that it's easy for you to throw together a meal when you get home. Mm-hmm. Or you could cook something like a casserole or a lasagna mm-hmm. or even like a roast or something mm-hmm. so that you can eat off of it for several days and you don't have to worry about cooking for a while. True. One thing that we've done, uh, when you talked about pizza and how it's easy to make with kids, one of the things, you make your own dough or you make the dough for our family um, and you will just make um, a good bit of it and then you section it off into, um, what do you call them, bags, baggies, um, and you put it in the freezer and then we just kind of, when we want a pizza, we pull the dough, you know, defrost it and then put the toppings on. So that's another quick, easy way, right? Yes, that is. Like storing things like dough and Mm -hmm. batter Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is good. Like you could have pancake batter and Mm -hmm. just store that in a container and Mm -hmm. have that for several different mornings. Right, right, right. Or if you want a dessert, Mm -hmm. you could also make a big batch of cookie dough and you could store that in the refrigerator and that will last you for several days too. (laughs) That's right. That's exactly right. Great. Um, Same thing with, like you said, lasagna, but spaghetti. Um, I mean, uh, we do a, a chicken dip kind of a thing. Uh, and so it's, uh, all those things freeze well, um, or, or at least, like you said, um, they at least last for several days in the yeah, refrigerator. Right, right, that's exactly right. So now, um, where are some, where can people go to get, to access good, easy recipes? Where do you go? Well, there's several different websites I go to. One of my favorites is allrecipes.com. It's a very good website. It will even allow you to, like, filter things by putting in the ingredients that you have, and it will show you Mm -hmm. recipes you can make with what you already have. Wow. Wow. I also really like America's Test Kitchen. Mm -hmm. It really helps you. um, Mm -hmm. They have a great website with lots of recipes, Mm -hmm. and also their show really 
really helps you understand the science of cooking. Wow. And it's really great for like cooking with ingredients that the average person can find yeah. at the grocery store. Right. Well, you're not necessarily talking about these, you know, um, what do you call um, really difficult meals. Yeah. Just average meals for everyday living. I love that. Um, so you watch a lot of cooking shows on television uh, and on YouTube. You always have. We, we love that around here. Um, and you have incorporated some cooking hacks into your own cooking experience. Can you share a few of those cooking shortcuts with my audience? Well, one time-saving thing that's a really mm-hmm. good tip is don't be afraid to make substitutions if you're out of something. It will keep you from having to go to the store. Wow. Like, depending on what you're making, like if you're making biscuits, mm-hmm. if you're out of milk, you may be able to substitute plain yogurt or sour cream wow. for that. Wow, wow, What about, I know you've been, and I'm not sure which way it goes, baking soda versus baking powder. There have been some times when we were out of one and you were like, oh, okay. Well, actually, you can do it both ways. So okay. if you're out of of baking powder um, you can make it using Mm -hmm. um, one third of the amount of baking soda Mm -hmm. that you would need really and you can add um, Mm -hmm. the rest let's say you Mm -hmm. need to substitute one tablespoon mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. baking powder right. with uh, baking mm-hmm. soda. Right. You could use uh, you could use one teaspoon mm-hmm. of baking soda mm-hmm. and then fill up the rest of the volume yes. with cornstarch or arrowroot powder. Is that right? Wow. So there's ways to tweak a recipe so that you don't have to necessarily run to the store to buy something else. Yeah, or the other way, Mm -hmm. if you are using, Mm -hmm. if you're out of baking soda, but Mm -hmm. you have baking powder, Mm -hmm. you can use three times the amount of baking powder, and Mm -hmm. that will help you. Mm -hmm. The texture of the Mm -hmm. thing you're baking might be a little bit different, but it'll still be good and edible. Oh, okay. Now, I know another cooking hack that we do regularly is we, one of our favorite little dishes is chicken dip. I just mentioned that a little bit. Um, Buffalo chicken dip. Uh, it's a spicy chicken dish. Um, but one of the things we do to save time is we don't necessarily bake the chicken from scratch. We normally do, sometimes we go to the store and just get a chicken. What do you think? Yeah, like buying a rotisserie chicken from the store is mm-hmm. a very good yeah. cooking hack. You mm-hmm. can use that for a wide variety yeah. of different recipes. Mm-hmm. We use it in our buffalo chicken dip, mm-hmm. but I've also used it in tacos mm-hmm. and quesadillas yeah. and um, mm-hmm. chicken alfredo dishes yeah. and lasagnas. Right, right. So there's a lot, and it just cuts down on the cooking time. Yeah. Uh, which is really nice, particularly in the summer. Uh, not That's not just a time thing, but it's a heat thing. Uh, not having to bake, put that oven on for that long to bake the chicken and then bake the whatever again. So now that's double the baking time and double the heat. So um, so that's, a, that's another really good cooking hack. Um, any other things that you can think of right now? Uh, let's see. Well, if you come back to it, if we, we'll come back to it if you think of something else. Um, so I know a lot of people that say they would never be able to cook from scratch. I've heard people say that, um, but because they think it's too time consuming, they think it's too hard. What do you say about cooking from scratch versus buying prepackaged foods? Uh, is, it a, is, it a, is it a mixed bag? Is it either or? Is it 
What? I mean, I think it really depends. Yes. Like for baking, yeah. Um, buying mix, um, boxed mm. mixes, yeah. Really, it does not save you that much time. Mm-hmm. It's really only a couple of extra steps to mix things like flour and yeah. baking soda right. and sugar, sugar right. and, and chocolate salt. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Together, so really, it's not doesn't make that much of a difference for pancakes mm-hmm. or baked goods or right. other things right. like that. But it's cheaper and the long one to buy the ingredients separately, and I mean, yeah. I mean it goes I mean, a lot more. It's cheaper and it's a lot more versatile. Right, that's exactly I mean, right. You can make a lot more of whatever right. you wanted, right. or you could make a lot. Lots of different other things right. with versus it too. buying like a cake box mix or Jiffy corn box thingy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so so you're saying that that's a, it's a lot more versatile to be able to it gives you a lot more options to be able yeah. to just put the, the ingredients together yourself. Yes, but I mean sometimes there are times when it is best to buy something already made, mm-hmm. like especially with things like rotisserie chickens yeah. or fried chickens because fried chicken can be very difficult and mm-hmm. messy mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you could smoke up your house mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily yeah. worth it to make it from right. scratch. And, and I know for us, um, I don't want to do all that cutting and cooking. Uh, so we will, if we want to have fried chicken, we will bake, we will buy that sometimes at the local store, but then come home and make some quick veggies to go with it. So it's a complete meal. Yeah. You know, coming home and, you know, and, and having some nice green beans to go with it and rice or, you know, or mashed potatoes, something like that fills out the whole, makes it a full meal. Yeah. So, so it's a kind of a, so there yeah. you're I kind mean, of mixing a, and matching. Yeah, it's a balancing act. Like, I mean, sometimes it's really good to mm-hmm. buy stuff already made, but mm-hmm. a lot of Time times saving. it's also good to make something yourself. Yeah. One thing I know you talked about, um as a time saver is being able to buy like um, frozen veggies. Uh, Like if you're doing a uh, quesadilla, you've at times, you know, have gotten the frozen veggies, the onions and the peppers already cut up and frozen. So then you bring it home, it's boom, 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 boom. Make, you know, put together the quesadilla. What do you think? Yeah, I mean that's a very good yeah. time-saving hack. What I what I would say is, um, as far as those little cheats, is mm-hmm. to try it both ways. Mm-hmm. You might find that you like that you're willing to put in the work yeah. to do for it to be more flavorful, mm-hmm. or you might find that the taste is not that big of a deal for you, and you'd rather save your time. Wow! So it's best to try it both ways at least once. Wow, that's great. That's great. Uh, great advice. Now, parents. Um, complain all the time um, and we've, we've, we've fleshed this out a little bit but I'd like this is worth revisiting about their kids not liking vegetables and I and I and I focus on that because as moms we're usually cooking well we're cooking for the family so what kinds of things can a mom prepare um, that would be you know that would have vegetables in it but that's still fun to eat that's still flavorful that's still filling for the kids for everybody well, one thing you can do is you can cut up different vegetables mm. and you can put them on pizzas. Uh-huh. You can also incorporate things like squash or zucchini into yes. certain pasta dishes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also another thing is to just consider how you're cooking it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can yeah. unintentionally overcook vegetables yeah, and yeah. that help, that can yeah. cause it to really bring out the bitter flavors, mm. which kids are particularly sensitive to. Is that right? Because of their 
developing taste buds. Is that right? One thing you can do is to, instead of like boiling things mm. like broccoli or cauliflower, yeah. is to steam it or saute it so that, that there's right? less water yes. and um, that brings out the sweeter flavors and it's a lot more appealing to kids. Definitely. I'll be honest, it's kind of more appealing to adults too because uh, I, I don't like mushy vegetables, overcooked dead vegetables. I mean, that's to me no fun but you're right but also just having and you mentioned this having an array of vegetables just kind of cut up you know um especially that's a real fun thing to do in the summer having your you know peppers and having your broccoli and having your cauliflower just kind of out and and do a fun kind of salad there's all yeah, kinds I mean, of salads you could, you could have just cut up vegetables uh-huh. mm-hmm. i mean just cut them up just like you would for yeah, a party because exactly. a lot of times kids like that right and have or, it in a dip or a like dip. for a lunch you could also yeah. have you could just set up your own personal salad bar True. and your kids can go yeah. through and pick whatever vegetables they want great for a picky eater too you can just get what you want but there, but there are but there are options. I love that. So great way to incorporate veggies into the meal. Is there a good time for moms who are busy? Is there a good time to prepare meals? I mean, would you or and and that may vary from household to household. You know, what works well for you? I mean, it depends. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes just, like, making extra of something yeah. around dinner time yeah. can, it can be really helpful yeah. because it allows you to have leftovers for lunch the next day. True, true. Just having, just making that little bit of extra. And so, which means you need to have Tupperware yeah. to put that stuff in. Um, that's a, that's a, that's a, and we didn't really talk about kitchen things, kitchen tools, utensils, those, we talked about, you know, staples to keep on the shelf. I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out at you. Are there some have-tos or must-haves um, that you need to keep in the kitchen? Well, one thing is to have a good set of knives and to keep it sharpened. Yes. Is that, um, this is very counterintuitive, but yeah. sharp knives are actually safer for everybody, including kids. <laughs> really? Because when you have a dull knife, yeah. you have to put more pressure on it to yeah. cut through something, yeah. and that increases your chances of like angling your hand the wrong way and losing control and cutting yourself. Wow, never thought about that. You would think it would be the opposite. Like you said, it seems counterintuitive, but I can see physically, because that's a physics thing, that how that could be an issue. Um, so sharp knives are good. Another thing that's important is to just have a good full set of measuring cups and measuring spoons. Yeah. Um, it's very, yeah, it's annoying when you don't necessarily have yeah. the right measuring tools and you have to Mm -hmm. eyeball it and you're not necessarily able to get accurate measurements because that can affect your food especially when you're baking because that's more of an exact science yeah of course storage things like we just mentioned having uh tupperware having even just storage plastic storage bags all the different sizes you know sandwich size and quart size and gallon size that kind of stuff really helps to save the food don't you think yeah that- oh another thing is having some very good just having several sets of very good dish towels because they're very versatile you can use them as mm-hmm. a cooling mat right. you can use them to drain stuff that you pull fried to pull stuff out the oven yeah, of course, to, to dry things mm-hmm. to 
dry the floor if you spill something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just very important to have yeah, that. Having in the enough, you cannot have enough of those. I just bought some more, and I feel like we need to get more on top of those. So you're right. That's that is that is excellent. Um, so now um, we talked about some meals. Um, any other suggestions or meals that can be prepared ahead of time? We talked about things like um, pizza dough. We talked about spaghetti. Uh, at least the sauce and even all the meatballs, lasagna, um, and and not necessarily even whole meals, but maybe even just like you said, partially ground, you know, like ground beef. That's something that can be prepared ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. like ground beef, if you just brown that off, yeah, just that can be very versatile. You can make tacos or quesadillas or right. spaghetti right, right, or right. just any number of meals, right. just oh, different lasagna. casseroles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right, right. So, so it doesn't even necessarily have to be mean that you are um, cooking the entire meal ahead of time. Yeah. It could just, just be components of it. Yeah. All that saves time. All that saves time. Well, I tell you what, Adriana, uh, it's shocking how fast the time uh, goes um, when we talk about things like this. I mean, food is something we all do. You know, we all got to eat. But I think you shared some really, really good tips with us. Um, so our time is just about up. I, I do want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule. I know uh, school, college is getting ready to start back up and you're getting all that together. But thank you, thank you, thank you so much for um, being here today. I think that things you shared are going to be helpful to my listeners. To my uh, listening audience, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to the Working Woman radiopodcast.com. You can also find us by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Woman Radio Show page. Uh, I will include a link to Adriana's YouTube channel as well as some other links to um, some of the websites she mentioned and other resources. I'll put that on my show page for this particular episode. Don't forget to scroll all the way down and check those out. For more information about upcoming podcasts and Working Woman Radio Show events, you can go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page. Please become a friend. I want you to share your comments, ask your questions. We really, really do want to hear from you. Well, God bless, and we will see you next time 